Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the JRPG Report. This is episode 241, and my name is Dalton Suter. And this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but there were some things that came out this past week that I felt the need to get out there to you lovely people. So we're going to kick it off with some Final Fantasy 14 and Final Fantasy 11 news to get the MMO stuff out of the way. So Final Fantasy 14, people will once again need to make sure that they regularly visit their Final Fantasy 14 estates as housing auto demolish will return. Square Enix announced that it will be back in patch 6.3. There is no exact release date yet, so the current window for it is January 2023. Square Enix also offered some details about what the counter will look like when Final Fantasy XIV housing auto-demolish. Uh, man, Siliconera needs to start working. Like They need to get some new writers. <clears throat> what the counter will look like when the Final Fantasy XIV housing auto-demolition will look like when it does resume, is what it says. <laughs> there are two new categories of people. One is that players that have been visiting their homes since demolition was suspended in December 2021. The other involves people who haven't been back since December 5th, 2021. Also, Square Enix will send email notifications to anyone with an auto-demolition that will happen within 10 days of the patch 6.3 maintenance and release. The schedule estate demolition timer in the timer section will also update to show how many days you have left. Whether it's a free company or a private estate, as long as you visited it at least once between the suspension start date and now, people will get more time. The inactivity timer will begin the day patch 6.3 launches. As long as you visit once every 30 days, you can maintain your home. However, if someone didn't visit their home between December 5th, 2021 and patch 6.3 maintenance, they could soon lose their spot. Things will pick up where they left off, so if you had five days before your housing would be automatically demolished before things were suspended, when it resumes, you will still have five days left. As a reminder, Square Enix suspended Final Fantasy XIV housing auto-demolition after Endwalker launched. The goal was to ease congestion. In February 2022, it said it would resume the feature. However, it took about a year for it to return to the game. Final Fantasy XIV is available for the PS4, PS5, and PC. And some Final Fantasy XI news, Square Enix will launch the Return Home to Venadil campaign for December 23rd, 2022, for former Final Fantasy XI players. It will run until January 5th, 2023. And there will also be a discount campaign on expansions and world transfer service, and it will start on the same date. However, the discount campaign will run for a bit longer, ending on January 13th, 2023. In order to meet the requirements for the Final Fantasy XI Return Home to Vanadale campaign, you must have an active Play Online or Final Fantasy XI service account. You also have to transfer your Play Online account to a Square Enix one. As of December 20th, 2022, the character status for inactive characters options must be canceled. If you were playing on the console versions of the game, you can install the Windows version for free. As a welcome back to returning players, there are numerous events that will occur in Vanadil. You can check them all out via the campaign website. These events give returning players a chance to obtain event items or alter egos that they missed. There will also be a boost to how many experience and capacity points that you get. This will make it easier for returning players to catch up to the rest. For the discount campaigns, you can get 50% off the Seekers of Alduin. Oh, Alduin. Oh, my goodness. Sky, Skyrim coming in. Seekers of Adolin expansion pack and on the World Transfer Service. Uh, it used to cost $18 to transfer to another server, but it will cost $9 instead if you are buying it during the discount campaign. There's also a 67% discount on the Ultimate Collection Seekers Edition, making it $9.99 rather than $29.99. Final Fantasy XI is available for Windows PC, and the Return to Home to Vanadale campaign will run from December 23rd to 2022. 
to January 5th, 2023. The discounts will last until January 13th, 2023, and returning players will be able to take advantage of the current Final Fantasy XI Adventurer Gratitude campaign as well. So, all four movies from the theatrical release of Persona 3 will be available in a Blu-ray box. It will come out on February 22nd, 2023, and it will come in an exclusive box featuring the Persona 3 protagonist, Makoto Yuki, in the films. And there will also be a special booklet. In total, this box set will cost about 29,000 yen, which is around $214.90. The movies that come in the Persona 3 Blu-ray box set are Spring of Birth, Midsummer Night's Dream, Falling Down, and Winter of Rebirth. These movies all follow the main story campaign as of Persona 3 FES. This is and this is the journey. Uh, with the voice actors from the game reprising their roles in the movie. Outside of the exclusive goodies, the Blu-ray box set will also come with the soundtrack, which will have four CDs in it. Spring of Birth originally debuted in 2013, and a new one came out every year until Winter of Rebirth in 2016. Persona 3 originally came out for the PS2 in 2006. The PSP version of the game, Persona 3 Portable, will be ported in 2023. More on that to come. Since the movies are essentially the retelling of the main plot of the game, it will have spoilers for anyone who has not played Persona 3 before. It follows the story of an unnamed protagonist who awakens to a mysterious persona power. He joins Seas, which is full of other persona users, to investigate the strange occurrences in the seaside city of Iwatodai. Persona 3 Blu-ray box set will be available to purchase from February 22nd, 2023. Persona 3 Portable will come out on the Xbox Series X, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Windows PC January 19th, 2023. And people who are excited for those releases, Atlas has released a new trailer and screenshots for the upcoming ports of Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden. The store pages for both titles have opened up on the Nintendo eShop, PlayStation Store, Microsoft Store, and Steam, priced at $19.99 individually. Pre-orders are currently available on the Microsoft Store, and they're also available on Steam, by the way, because I went and I, uh, well, I'm sorry, they're not pre-orders aren't available on Steam yet, but I added it to my wish list on Steam. These ports also contain a few new quality of life options, including the ability to change the difficulty level as well as the addition of suspended saves. And I'll have more on that in just a second. All right, yeah, here we go. The upcoming HD ports of Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden will be a bit more convenient to play. The Persona HD ports will receive features related to saves, difficulty, and re-experiencing key moments. Notably, there will be a new Persona 4 Golden social link feature. In the HD port of Persona 3 Portable, Atlas and Sega are adding the ability to change the game's difficulty at any point once the game opens up. Additionally, the extra difficulty levels unlocked by completing the game once will be selectable from a fresh start. Persona 4 Golden's HD port will get an album function for the social link events, allowing players to replay events that they have unlocked. During the event, they can also choose different dialogue options to see different reactions. Persona 3 Portable is based on the PSP edition of Persona 3, which originally a PS2 game. Persona 3 Portable is notable for adding a female protagonist with alternative social link connections, as well as having some changes to the story compared to Persona 3 FES. The enhanced edition will release uh, the enhanced edition that released on PS2. Persona 4 Golden was the enhanced edition of Persona 4, and was a PS Vita exclusive until it launched on PC via Steam in 2020. Persona 4 Golden added a new social link additional content like new locations combat moves personas and activities 
The Persona HD ports were announced for the contemporary platforms earlier this year, and their release date is set for January 19th, 2023. Hey, that's two days before my birthday. On the Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. In Japan, they'll cost about 1,980 yen, roughly $15, but will also be accessible through Xbox Game Pass. So up next, Neon Falcom has announced that E's memoir, The Oath and Felgana, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch in spring 2023. This new version of the classic E's game will not j- just be a simple port. It will include fully voiced events, a high-speed mode, beginner support modes for accessibility purposes, HD graphics, and a new sound options. <clears throat> it is unknown if this new port will release outside of Japan, though. <clears throat> The new high-speed mode will allow players to speed up the game to 1.5 times or 2 times the regular speed of the game, and can be done on the go. Along with the mentioned features, the game will also feature new visuals from character portraits called refined versions, and an option to change on the go between the new visuals and the original PSP or classic version. The new sound options allow players to change between the soundtrack for the original PC re-release of 2012, the original PC 8801 soundtrack, and the X. 68,000 soundtrack. The Switch version of E's memoir, The Oath and Felgana, will be fully voiced and include voiced dialogue for Adol, who will be voiced by Yuki, Keiji, Yuki Kaji in the Japanese dub of the game. Kaji previously voiced Koichi Hirose in uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable, Shoto Todoroki in My Hero Academia, and Hope Estime in Final Fantasy XIII. E's memoir, The Oath of Felgana, the new enhanced port, will release on sp- in the spring of 2023 for the Nintendo Switch. The classic version of the game is available on Windows PC. And in more E's news, <clears throat> Neon Falcom have opened the official Japanese website for its latest E's game, titled E's 10 Nordics. The game will take the series protagonist Adol Christian to the chilly northern seas. There he'll encounter new people, new lands, and new challenges. Here are some of the details about the game. Based on the official website, note that some of the romanticizations used may be unofficial and not be reflected by a future English language release. East 10 Nordics is set in the Oberi Gulf. A large bottle of... A large bottle of water. It's a large bottle of water, everyone. A large body of water <clears throat> containing an archipelago, an archipelago of countless islands. Or I guess it could be archipelago. Whatever you want to say. Uh, there, Adol encounters a maritime tribe called the Norman, threatened by a group of, quote, immortal beings called the Griga that attack people. Unraveling the mystery of the Griga's goal and the nature will be the core to the game's narrative. Other new features include a solo mode, a fast-paced combat mode where your partner is controlled by the AI. The combi mode is an unusual system that puts both on-screen characters in the control of the player at the same time. Combi mode is designed for fighting against strong opponents. And a cross-action system will allow players to switch modes as the situation suits. Easton Nordics will also feature nautical navigation. Players will control a sailing ship traversing the ocean and moving between Oberia's Gulf Islands. <clears throat> They'll explore marine areas and using nautical maps and charts and even conduct naval battles against hostile ships. Screenshots on the official website also show navigation around 3D spaces using a grappling, hook, grappling hook-like beam of energy. Another character also moves at high speeds, riding a hoverboard-like vehicle. So East 10 Nordics is set to release in 2023 on PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch in Japan. An international release has not been yet announced, but in previous comments, Neon Falcom suggested that it would be out by the end of the 2023 fiscal year, which means it could be out on or before September 30th, 2023. 
So Bandai Namco has announced new details for Blue Protocol, the new online action RPG. The release window for PC and console, payment model for the game, along with the unannounced content and other updates were some of the topics talked about in the latest of their special programs, broadcasted December 15th, 2022. The PC version of Blue Protocol is set to release early spring 2023 in Japan, and crossplay is under consideration. However, in Japan, console versions won't appear at launch. The PS5 and Xbox Series X versions will also be available in Japan, although the release date for these versions is yet to be determined. The PC version will be the first to roll out in spring 2023, following the Japan-only beta test in January 2023. Although Bandai Namco is still undecided about adding crossplay to Blue Protocol, the company said that it showed an interest and desire in supporting it. The game will be free to play with microtransactions available. Because of this, there will be no physical versions of the game for purchase. Blue Protocol will be download only. The items sold as microtransactions will include items that enhance the player, one's shortened game time, and cosmetic items. Many other additional features were detailed. There will be a fishing minigame, a camping feature that allows the player to recover HP and socialize in between exploring and fighting, and wandering gourmand that will roam the field, giving buffs to people depending on the color of a player's clothing. Happy Napos, rabbit-like creatures hidden in each zone, will offer achievements and other rewards as the player discovers them. Beauty salons and dye shops will allow the player to customize their character further. The player will be able to pet some of the animals in-game, and a detailed photo mode has been included. A theater mode will allow players to watch previous cutscenes, and the developers reworked a weapon enhancement system called the Plug Installation and added a guild-like feature called Teams. Blue Protocol is being developed for Bandai Namco and will release in Japan on PC Spring 2023. PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions will come out at a later date, and the worldwide release will come in 2023 for all platforms. There are post-release expansions plans as well. A number of Square Enix games on the Switch are currently on sale as of December 15th, 2022. It is all due to a ge- the general winter sale. Until December 29th, 2022, people can get both new and old releases at major discounts. The promotion also includes titles from series like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. And some discounts go all the way up to 70%, such as for Balan Wonderworld. Over 30 games in total are reduced in the eShop. So here, if you have been looking for any of these games, they are on sale right now. Go and check them out. Act Razor Renaissance, Balan Wonderworld, The Sentinel Case, Ashijima Story, Chocobo GP, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, Everybody, Collection of Mana, The Diofield Chronicles, Dragon Quest 1, Dragon Quest 2, Dragon Quest 3, Dungeon Encounters, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9, Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 Remastered, Final Fantasy 12, The Zodiac Age, Harvest Stella, I Am Setsuna, Kingdom Hearts Integral Masterpiece Collection, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, Legend of Mana, Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection, Life is Strange True Color, Lost Sphere, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Neo The World Ends With You, Onanaki, Star Ocean, The First Departure R, highly recommend by the way, Trials of Mana, highly recommend by the way, Voice of Cards, the Forspoken or the Forsaken Maiden, Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars, and World of Final Fantasy Maxima. And again, you have until December 29th, 2022 to check those out. So according to leaks of an upcoming issue of Famitsu, the Saga series director Akatoshi Kawazu teased more developments for the franchise ahead of its 35th anniversary in 2024. These developments include remasters of the remaining older Saga games, entirely new projects, and other hype-building announcements for the anniversary year. 
The leak comes from comments printed in a coming issue of Famitsu Magazine, and the comments come from Akatoshi Kawaza, son of a, pardon me, Akatoshi Kawazu, discussing the Saga series' future. In them, he mentions that the number of Saga titles left potentially needing a remaster is growing smaller. The shortlist for remasters would include Romancing Saga 2, 2002's Unlimited Saga, or the First Generation Saga games. The first generation saga games are the Game Boy based Makai Toshi Saga, Saga 2 Hiho Densetsu, and Saga 3 uh, Jiku no Hasha. They were released in English as three Final Fantasy Legends games. Meanwhile, Romancing Saga 2 technically got a remaster on modern platforms in 2017. Unlimited Saga has not received any remasters as of yet and was last available on the PS2. Besides remasters, Kawazu hinted at other unannounced Saga series projects that are in the pipeline. The series will celebrate its 35th anniversary in late 2024, so Kawazu wanted to make things exciting for fans. He said he wants to have something new to talk about every month. With nearly two years between now and the actual 35th anniversary, there could be time for more announcements and solid plans. The latest Saga-related release is Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered, which came out for PC... PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch and mobile devices December 1st, 2022. <clears throat> so Sega has shared several combat styles, excuse me, Sega has shared several combat style overview trailers for Like a Dragon Ishin, set to release on February 21st, 2023, for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox, X and S, Xbox One, and PC. These four combat styles, Swordsman, Gunman, Brawler, and Wild Dancer, were previously introduced in a combat trailer earlier this month. And if you would like to check these out, I did retweet this, but you have the swordsman style cut through your opponents through hordes of enemies and fell your rivals with dramatic reposits. Embody the ideal of the samurai. Honor, training, and finesse. Gunman style. Defeat your opponents before they ever get close. Use special types of ammunition to poison, blind, or even set a man ablaze. Brawler. When weapons fail, you may have to rely on the very core of all martial arts. Hone your technique and use anything you can to grab and defend yourself when the odds are truly against you. And Wild Dancer. Simultaneously wield the weapons of war from the east and the west. Combine bullets and blade in a furious dance which will doom and disorient any who dare to challenge you. And finally, something that warmed my heart so I saved the best for last in my opinion. Even though I love all the other games that we talked about today. Everyone knows that I love Ease, I love Persona, they're two of my favorite series. But... Idea Factory International has announced that Fairy Fencer F Refrain Chord, the tactical, the tactical RPG connected to the story of Fairy Fencer F Advent Dark Force, will be coming to the West on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC via Steam in spring 2023. The game will support Japanese voiceovers with English subtitles. A limited edition will be sold on the publisher website with details coming at a later date. Fairy Fencer F Advent Dark Force was originally released for PlayStation 4 in English on July 26, 2016, uh, and the company released a trailer to coincide with the localization announcement, showcase, uh, showcasing footage of the game in action, which they have embedded below, which I will read out to you guys right now. Fang and the gang return in this all-new tactical RPG developed by Sting Entertainment. We are excited to announce that Fairy Fencer F Refrain Chord, a tactical RPG directly connected to the story of Fairy Fencer F Advent Dark Force, will launch physically and digitally for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Nintendo Switch, and Steam in spring 2023 in North America and Europe. Fang and the others run into a mysterious woman named Glace, who has the ability to brainwash other people with her song. Another woman named Fleur joins the party, who is also or who also has the power of song. These two are known as muses 
and are able to boost or change other people's abilities with the power of singing. What could Glace's motives be? Very fencer tactics, you say? Strategize to capitalize in an all-new tactical RPG battle system. Use terrain and objects such as rocks, boxes, and grass to your advantage. Strategic positioning on the battlefield can raise your evasiveness or lower your movement speed, among other effects. Plus, avalanche attack and fairize battle mechanics return. With the introduction of the two muses, an all-new battle mechanics are at your command. Use the power of their song to buff allies, but beware. Enemies within the era area can also benefit. So follow Fang and his friends through multiple routes in this all-new story as they continue their search for fur- furies in order to resurrect the goddess. Will you find harmony or dissonance when the fate lies in your hands? Man, doesn't that sound awesome? Ah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So stoked. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the JRPG Report. I really do appreciate you guys listening in. And it's time for some house cleaning. If you'd like to find us over on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the JRPG Report. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at JRPG Report. If you would like to support the show, which would mean the absolute world to me, you can go to patreon.com slash JRPG Report and be like one of these wonderful people, Kim C, Jake W, Jordan K, Kularian, and Master Loot. I appreciate you all very much. And if you'd like to hear more from me, you can check out my other shows. Yab's Pod, uh, yet another BS podcast, uh, Not Safe for Work. Just be careful with that one around your youngins. And then if you'd like to hear a PC a PC gaming podcast where we do cover JRPGs here and there, uh, the Steam Machine, uh, the Steam Machine podcast, me and my buddies Nate and Willie play through my insanely huge backlog of PC games uh, bi-weekly and you know, just get on there and shoot the bull about them for, for a while. So until next week, I need you all to do me a massive, massive, like monumental battle versus God at the end of every GRPG favor. And I need you to get back out there and level up.